What's up, everyone? Welcome to episode 61 of the Around the Crease podcast. This week, Michael Ward and I, we're kind of talking about the uh, sportsmanship topic again, kind of like we did earlier, but this week it was prompted by the 52 goal scoring game that Colorado Mesa did earlier this year. So we kind of talk about a little bit about that game, but also kind of how it relates to high school lacrosse. And of course, like we usually try to do, we try to fix it and see what solution might work. Also this week, we, um, well, I do a little bit of mourning and Michael talks a little bit about his challenges with no more lax power, because this really is the first year we've been without lax power. And now that we're kind of most of the way through the season for some states and kind of just starting for others and midway through others. I wanted to kind of see how it's affecting him in his first year and definitely talk about how it's affecting me. And we'd love to hear your guys' thoughts on it as well. So let's get into the show. All right, we're back with another episode of Around the Crease, and this week we're going to talk a little bit about, I guess, the, the hot topic of the week, but then we're also going to talk about, I guess I guess you'd call it the hot topic of the season um, with the, the scoring, uh, I guess, database or lack thereof uh, <laughs> so far, but obviously we're, we're just a few days removed from the Colorado Mesa slaughter of Johnson and Wales and that's kind of been the uh, one of the topics of conversation on Twitter and for me it's always one of those um, we talked about it a little bit earlier this season I forget what number of podcasts it was but kind of talk about you know the most goals scored in the game because that is a a stat that I keep um, and, and have for many years and it's one I always get a little bit of crap for for just keeping in general um, because I, and I understand it's a high school site but I do it for the historical purposes because someone will eventually ask what's the most goals scored in the game because someone always will tend to ask but um Michael let, let's, let's kind of kick it off I mean I don't think we really need to recap too much for anybody that's listening to this you probably know Colorado Mesa defeated Johnson and Wales 52 to nothing um and I guess a meeting of a D2 <laughs> D3 yeah I, I have to make I had to make sure it wasn't football <laughs> to be 100% sure to begin with but um I'm going to get your it's probably not a hot take at this point cuz we've had some time to think about oh, yeah. it but what's your what's your take on that just in general Well you know the hot takes have been ridiculous if you're going to go with that I mean outrageous as we were talking yeah. about when when someone's talking about firing the coach for winning too big uh that's that's pretty hot for in a, in a hot take yeah. but you know, at what point do you say we're not scoring anymore? I mean, I, I just don't, I don't, I don't get, I don't get it. I don't get maybe 30. I, I, I don't know. So, yeah, I mean, it's almost like what you almost have to agree on, like, what is too much? I mean, and that's, that's very subjective. Like that is completely subjective. Right. And I've heard, um, I mean, I think I've seen all the range of responses. I mean, you got the the shot clock, and I think um, it was Barstool Jordy. Um, and generally, to be honest, like I don't usually read the Barstool stuff, but I read the article, and it was like he they average about um, a shot every sixty nine seconds. Shot clock's eighty seconds, so it wasn't not too obscene. Um, but I did see people thought like they should just throw it out of bounds and basically intentionally turn the ball over to give it to the other team. Um, you know, it's I saw the range of responses. And I'm not 100% sure where I fall on this. Like, to be honest, like, I guess I'm not overly offended by it. Like, I, I guess I don't have a overly, like, I saw the score and I was like, that's a lot. 
And then I just honestly kind of moved on. Like I really didn't think to, because again, I've seen some pretty lopsided scores. Like I've seen some pretty lopsided high school football games in person. Like I saw a 72 to nothing and that was with the running clock and it still was 72 to nothing. So I've seen some lopsided scores and been on the sideline of those. So I guess maybe I'm a little bit numb to, to some of that. Um, but I saw the interesting part is, I guess for me is that Johnson Wells never got a shot off. Like they recorded with no shots, not even a shot on goal, much less they didn't get a shot off, which to me is almost the more impressive. Yeah, it's impressive. like it's almost like how do you go, like how do you go a game and not you know take a shot at all? Um, that's almost unfathomable in in lacrosse in, in general. And I guess it was also the the face off. It was what fifty three of fifty nine or something like that in favor of Colorado yeah. Mesa. I mean, obviously in a game like that, the stats are obviously skewed one way or the other. But I mean, I guess for me, I like I wasn't overly offended, but I kind of in like in my initial thought was. Well, what what is too much in a game like that? Like, wh- what is – at what point? And, I mean, it could have been more because the game got stopped with, like, seven minutes and change left in the fourth. Like, the game was called. So, this legitimately could have been 65-7. I mean, they could have put up probably another 15 goals. You know, it just brings up something like you know you're out of a game. You know yeah. you can't compete. So why would you subject your own team to it? I, I think th- I, from one thing I heard was the coach for uh, Colorado Mesa asked the other coach, like, do you want to continue playing? And he was like, yes. And then he turned down uh, the running the clock. Running clock, yeah. There should be no question about that. It should be automatic. It should be yes. automatic at a certain point. It should be taken out of their hands because what coach wants to capitulate that much and make it look bad? Because coaches are always going to fight. So take yeah. it out of the coach's hands for that. So there's there's yeah. that point. The, the um, running clock, from in my opinion, I'm like, that that solves a lot of this. Because, I mean, you have the shot clock. So the teams, you're telling the teams, like, you have to shoot. And to be honest, like, I can't get on board with telling the team, like, just intentionally turn the ball over. Because that's not you, – <laughs> you wouldn't do that in any other aspect of life. So don't tell the kid, like, just intentionally turn the ball over. Lay the ball down and let the other team have it. That's not – why you play the game and honestly if you you're keeping score you're trying to you're trying to win there's certain rules in which teams compete by um so telling them to turn it over to me is not a legitimate thing because it's almost like rubbing it into the team like you can't take it so i'm just getting right like we've all we've had this discussion there's too many ways to to interpret it now the high school game um that was brother rice correct the, yeah, the most goals scored in a high school game that I that I have um, all time is uh, 41 by Brother Rice in 2017. Okay, so I was just with Coach Chala on Sunday, mm-hmm. and we talked about it. Yeah. Out of the blue, this was before this thing happened, and he was explaining it to me. I didn't even bring it up, but he was just talking about because we had the discussion, Brother Rice is so good this year. Yeah. That they're going to pummel teams. Yeah. I mean, they're going to pummel them. So he was talking about that situation. He's like, when we beat that team, he's like, I had my third stringers in. He said, I had kids who never played in a game, got to play. He's like, and what am I going to tell them? Don't shoot. Yeah. He's like, he's like, he's like, there's no good. So what he did to, to help this situation is he made another team. It was his JV team. Mm -hmm. But, uh, since he was calling it his JV team, the other varsity teams wouldn't play him. Yeah, because they didn't want to play a JV team. <laughs> right. So he, so he called it a varsity B team. Mm-hmm. So he's now his varsity B team. So now his varsity B team plays against 
up and coming teams, new teams, teams that aren't as strong. He has the B team play him. Right. Because as I just talked to a coach today about Brother Rice specifically, one of the quotes he said was, they're too good. They're way too good. Right. So they could kill anybody. So, and then he also told me that there's an 18 goal slaughter rule in Michigan. So you get to 18 goals, the game's over. Right. Uh, now, I don't know if that was his rule. I didn't clarify it, if that was how he was doing it or if that's a Michigan rule. But I think that's a pretty good rule because you know if you're up 18 goals on a team, yeah, odds are there's no not coming back. back. <laughs> there's no so comeback. Just, so there, I mean, and, and you like we've talked about in baseball, there's teams that knew they were better and they went for that slaughter rule score. Yeah. Like, let's get this thing done in three innings. You know, or four innings, whatever it was. When I I played, at least in North Carolina, when I played, it was a 10-run rule, but it had to be in the fifth inning. Like you had, you had, you you got certain amount of, you you had a certain amount of, so you got down 10 nothing in the first inning, you weren't out of it. They didn't go like, all right, game's over. Like, so, and in Maryland in football, there wasn't a um, slaughter rule that I'm aware of, at least at that time. But if you got up by, and I forget what it was, it might have been like 25, it was the running clock. But the coaches had no choice. Like the referee, it's not like the referee asked the coach, "Like, do you want to go for it?" It's just like once that threshold hit, the clock just ran. Didn't stop. And that's for fine. Anything. That's what I agree with because then you take it out of the coach's hands. Yeah. Because you've got to understand, people, coaches are the most competitive people I've ever met. I yeah. mean, at any level, sometimes it's un, a little unhinged. Sometimes it's a little unhealthy for them. But they are their whole goal. Their job is to win. So yeah. to tell them to not win or to lay down or to quit, take it out of their hands. Yeah. And, and then you won't have this problem. I mean, I, I I just recall people saying there was an unwritten rule to not put more than 20 on a team. Well, I've just seen that blown away <laughs> this week yeah. by about 25 teams. <laughs> like, I'm looking at 26 to nothing, 23 to one. And that's the problem I have as someone who's who's covering Midwest lacrosse. In, in, in our high school Midwest lacrosse is there are established teams that are very good. Yes. And then there are up and coming teams and fledgling teams that aren't. And then when they play each other, you can't blow them out because you might dis- discourage them from playing. So there should be like what, what brother rice has done. And my son's team for the, for Carmel, he's on the JV team at Carmel. He has just played two, uh, um, varsity teams. Uh, huh. And they still smoked them. Yeah. But still, that's how it should be. I mean, it's got to be an honest. It's got to be an honest thing saying we're going to be in the C league, the D, the B league, or the A league. Right. Uh, and now, if you're in the A league and you decide to put yourself in this A league that I'm imagining in my perfect world, <laughs> if someone puts forty on you, that's your fault. You didn't have to step up, you know. Yeah. Then, then all bets are off. You know, if you're going into the upper echelon, there you go. You're yeah. asking. And I mean, we've we've talked. I mean, we've talked about this topic before, but I mean, it's also, it, you have a double-edged sword. Like, if you want to know where you rank against, or where you stand against a Brother Rice, or a Culver Academy, or a program like that, like, at some point, you're going to have to step up and play them, and you might get destroyed. Like, you might get, uh, you know, uh, you, you might get 25 or 30 hung on you, but unless you play them, then you're not going to know, and I mean, I, I guess I still take it, and I guess I'll share the story here again, but like when, we, when I was playing baseball, we got down by 10 runs and it was, I mean, it was, we had played 
one of those, like, we had lost our first game and we had to play for the rest of the day to reach the championship game. And we got to the championship game and we got down, we got smoked early. And we were just waiting for the fifth, the fifth inning to just, we were like the team, because we were playing in 98 degree heat for the entire day. We were all exhausted. We were all dehydrated. We were just, we were all mentally done and ready to go home. And the coach heard a bunch of us talking and he said, he's like, we don't lay down. He was, he absolutely refused. He was like, I will not, he, he did not want, he was like, he was very adamant. He was like, what you do now is like, you will basically carry with you for the rest of your life. He's like, right. if you lay down now, this I is what you're teaching that. yourself to do as an adult. And he was like, and as your coach, he's like, I will not allow you to lay down. He's like, if you want to, he's like, if you want to quit, leave now. You are off the team. You can walk out of this dugout. He's like, but if you're in this dugout, you will play. And we played. I mean, it wasn't not a bad news bear situation. There was no comeback. We got destroyed (laughs) and we had to, we we lost by more more than 10 runs, but it was like, we played. And that's always stuck with me. And it was one of those, I'm like, all right, you have, you have a choice to make as, as the team. And I mean, we, I don't know enough about the, the other team. I mean, it sounded like if the coach declined the running clock, he made a he made a conscious choice, and maybe he had reasons for that. Maybe he's like, I haven't seen any interviews with him. I've seen a lot of people talk about what they think is right, but I haven't right. heard from the actual coaches themselves to say like, you know, like I made a conscious choice to not have the running clock because I wanted the boys to. Maybe he wanted them to learn a lesson. Maybe it was one of those things like, you know, I mean, a couple of weeks ago, and I don't remember if we talked about it or not when. Um, Izzo with Michigan State, everybody was calling for him to be right. for him to be fired and all the crazy stuff because he was the his kid. Like sometimes, that's the way you get people's attention. I'm not even going to say kids. Like I mean, they're they're not kids. They're adults. Like they're college kids. They're they're men. Um, sometimes you just gotta they got to be woken up. And if getting 52 hung on them, like oh wait, I don't want that to happen again. If that makes them work a little bit harder in practice to get better because no one wants to be no one wants to be embarrassed we were embarrassed to be on that team to sit on the other time uh, watch the other team just put up runs it's like it's embarrassing but there's two types of people there's type of people that are going to brush themselves off and try harder next time or you're going to lay over and or walk out and be like you know what i don't have to deal with this i mean so it's as we've discussed before there's nuance right. to everything um, there is no one solution. I, I I can't get on board with firing someone because they hung up. The coach hung up. They won. Two. They won. I mean, both teams. It sounded like um, Johnson and Wills. They only had like eighteen kids on the team, <laughs> so they didn't have a lot of people to play. I mean, and they were playing Division Two. They were Division Three playing everything. Yeah. About it. It's like I'm asking for an ass kicking. I mean, you know, what I, mean? Yeah. That's, I mean, and they got it. Yeah. I mean, I think it was a little excessive, but. Yeah. Everything about it is like we moved up. We didn't have enough players. We didn't ask for the running clock. We, you know, it's like, you know, there are vindic. You know, sometimes you might get a little angry about it, saying, you know, my kids are out here still playing, and they've lost, they've lost, you know, desire to play. Yeah. And so we're trying to make this game over, and you're, and we're saying, hey, let's start a running clock, and you're saying, no, no, running clock. Then I might turn around to say to my kids, okay, they don't want a running clock. Let's put fifty on them. You know, I- that could have been thing too because that's not unheard of yeah i mean it's one of those like you you if the opposing team turns down a running clock you're like all right well then just play like right don't just just run your sets practice like treat it you, you treat it like a practice like just pretend you're we're running drills 
and right. you know run your practice because i mean last thing it's like what is it the way you practice is the way you play like last thing you want to do is start getting sloppy out there and just be like all right whatever and just kind of tossing the ball around just because you can then it's yeah. like you know that's like all right you know you hate to pick up bad habits and i mean neither team is above 500 it's not like we're talking like that's it, even crazier too though <laughs> yeah the the, the stat i mean you, Five and six. There's anything you can go down. And they said that team, the Colorado Mesa, they lost by 12 and 13 goals right. this season. So, I mean, it's it's down the down the line. It is just a nutso stat line, like no matter how you kind of slice it and dice it. And, I mean, but it's always when, like, I've had, like I said, I've had people from the high school win talk about, I mean, we had a year where uh, uh, Centennial out of Georgia, they were putting up, I mean, they had offensive firepower out the wazoo and they were hanging 30 on teams pretty regularly and people were irritated about it and i was like i talked to the coach and like he was like yeah he's like he's getting a lot of crap he's like but he's like i'm playing my third string he's like we're like he's like i'm sitting nikki on the bench he's like he's not playing past the half and he's like "It, it it's it's tricky i mean right it is. It's it's one of those things. I mean, you get what, what when Virginia won the national championship, where you basically play the four corners and just play keep away. No one wants to watch that either. That's like, awful. <laughs> like, right. That's awful. It's, Bro, I, here I love the shot clock era. I think it's good. Uh, this might happen. Don't play up. Don't play. Don't play a Division Two team if you're a Division Three team, especially a shorthanded Division Three team. Or if you do, so, it's like, agree. It's like all right, you know, coaches agree with the, before. Like all right, if you get up, like. 15 and i mean maybe there does need to be a slaughter rule but like all right if you're up by 15 at halftime game's over there like, should be a slaughter like, rule you, you institute a i slaughter mean not rule. even for co- college but at least for high school which yeah. we cover there has to be a slaughter rule yeah. at this point because it's the the sport is exploding you yes. know it and there's there's so, going to be more imbalance as teams tons of imbalance as states grow there's going to be those ones that have no experience, and the other teams like you're going to get a brother Rice that's going to play a brand new program at some right. point in Michigan, and there's got to be a there's yeah. Gotta it's be a like slaughter. what do you do? It's like all right, you well, know, protects you, you, for both teams. Yes, you don't because you don't want anybody because you know even though the coaches might you know because coaches that are obviously they're adults are grown men, their brains are fully formed. Like you get the kids, the kid gets embarrassed and feels like he's being embarrassed. Like they might take some cheap shots. Yeah, the mouths start running and heat. You know, tempers flare. I mean. You take all that out of the equation. You're just like, all right, all right, slaughter rope, 15. I'm just picking 15 goals. Like 15 no, no, goals at halftime, whatever it is. Like, But it's agreed upon, running clock at this point. And then it's like, all right, you know, then it's done. Like you, you're, I, I, you're, I've seen it this year. I've seen teams that I've seen run up the score. And I, and I literally made a gesture to the coach across the field. <laughs> I just was – I put my hands up like, why are your starters still – and I walked out of the field because yeah. I'm like, I, I, you know – I don't ever want to think at one point, oh, I want to, you know, get on lax records, even though it's not a big deal, but it might be, you know, and I know how people sometimes give you grief for saying, you know, it's it's because you're putting these records out that people want to beat them. Yeah. Well, you know, I, I mean, there's any reason to have someone wants to argue about something anytime you can always find it. Yeah, you can but, you can find a reason to say. like Right. I, so I, I, I just walked I like I walked out. I'm like, you know. I don't mind, you know, or assist. What I didn't like was there was no assists on these goals. You're killing a team, and you're not even you're not even passing it. You're just bearing it. So the, those are the things. And I think when you have a slaughter rule, I think that'll help the growth of the sport. Yeah, especially in 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 less powerhouse states and new states, because then teams won't get embarrassed, and it won't make them say, 
why do I want to play this game? I want to quit. And, and my whole philosophy and my whole goal and everything I'm trying to accomplish is to grow the game, especially here in the Midwest. And beating somebody by 25 and 30 isn't going to help grow it. So yeah. let's take let's take that out of the equation and say, here's a here's an arbitrary number. If you hit this, maybe not at halftime, maybe, you know, maybe if you're down by 20 at half, then it ends. Yeah. But after half, if you're down 15, then it's over, you know, yeah. give them a chance. And uh and you want to... it's bad for the other team too. They yeah. might not get their kids to play. But yeah, I mean, you can look at it the other way. It's like maybe that's the only time that third string kid ever gets to play is in a right. game like that. Not not that that's a reason to let it continue, but it's like you also I look at it from the flip side. Like you know, there's a kid that might not get to play in a any other time, and that may be his opportunity. And he's like, that's his that's his goal. Like he's like, I scored a varsity goal, and uh, you know, yeah, and it was a blowout, right. but he scored a goal, and he will be happy about that um but yeah it's it i'm never gonna make anybody happy with it anyway so i you know to be honest don't care i'm like right I don't, no nobody i have yet to talk to any team like i have no, i don't think i've talked to any of the coaches that are on this that have ever told me like yeah we wanted to make the list so that's why we did it like no <laughs> right. nobody out there is doing <laughs> right. that like that's right to me that's <laughs> a ridiculous thought like i know but parents parents and people who say that you're like seriously i mean yeah come there, on there's not there's not a coach on the sideline of any high school game that's like we want to have the most goals scored in the game on live right. records so we're gonna run it up on you guys right because yeah. to be honest the teams that could do it you mean culver academy could have put up 50 a couple times this year mm -hmm. and they are nowhere on this list so i mean if there's someone that wanted to do it like there's teams that could do it like these teams it's just matter of circumstance and whatever happened i mean there's no, I have no context for most of these games. Like there's a few I do. I know what happened, but other games, like it's just, it's how it played out. And like I said, if you, I mean, there's a lot of, you can tell by the lopsided scores, like 30 to nothing's like, obviously there was two lopsided divisions and they played each other and you don't know the circumstances as to why. And it's not going to be the last time it happened, but I have no, I am not that egotistical to think anybody but, is like intentionally doing it because they want to get their, their score on this list. If anything, I've had coaches tell me like, we don't want to make it. So they right. stop at 24. <laughs> like, right. It's like, we don't, we don't want to be associated with that kind of stuff. So it's like, you know, if anything, anybody tries to avoid <laughs> being right. associated I, I, with this kind of thing. I found it funny. So when I was talking to coach Shala, he said in that game, he's like, this was a team that was brand new. They didn't know how to be. He's like, at the end of the game, our players were positioning their players on D. Like, no, you want to be here when we have, like, it became like a teaching lesson. Yeah. Like, he's like, we were showing it. And I've seen that before in a youth game. Yeah. I've seen the coach of the team that was killing the other team stop and coach the other team. Yeah. And say, here's where you want to be. Here's where you want to be. And that's why I love, because I've only seen that in lacrosse. Yeah, where this coach walked over and said to the other coach of the other team, and it was like a dad coach, and he was just, and he said, "Let me, um, let me position your kids. Yeah. Let me show you where they're what they're being." And then he had his team run the same play and said, "Now slide here," and I, you know, I was sort of moved by that. Like this is a good oh. thing. So yeah, that's fantastic. And and then hearing about the brother Rice guys doing the same thing, I'm like. That's the sort of thing that I love about growing the game. That's the stuff that'll help grow the game yeah. as opposed to just the stepping on the throat and beating it. But I think once you're in college, you're a college lacrosse player. Well, bets are off. <laughs> yeah. 
I mean, we, we, we've we've talked with uh, the with Miami Notre Dame rivalry oh, yeah. and uh, the Miami Florida one. State and stuff like that. Like, there's there's no doubt those teams that like if they could hang forty fifty two do a fifty two oh, yeah. nothing like there there'd be no compunction about it. Like, I mean, you see it all the time with the Division one schools. Like when Alabama takes on a Division two program, oh, yeah. like it's a seventy three to nothing game. And I mean. Well, because the spread's 65, so you got to beat the spread. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Luckily, we don't have that in high schools. So right. right. Have... <laughs> they have it in high school football in some places, and I can again, tell you I, that. I don't know what some people are doing in the tailgating area before games. Right. Maybe, maybe someone's, you know, there's some side bets, but at least Vegas isn't worried, <laughs> worried about it at right. that point. Right. Um, so, um, you know, the other thing, and it's actually kind of fitting because one of the things that, I guess, and we hadn't really talked about it, is basically the this is the first season – since I have covered lacrosse, that lax power has not been in existence. And the best segue I could find that is that used to be the place like I would go through every day and I would just scroll through the scoreboard to get overtimes and scores and see any teams that had the most goals scored or the most overtimes. And it was my first stop every day. And I'll, I'll be perfectly honest, like I we were talking before we started recording, it's like I shed a small tear every day when that is not my first stop. <laughs> Because I visit, I have a to-do list that's got six or seven different places that I go to try and find scores and information um, for the high school season. And and a lot of them, like, and I'm not even counting, the, like, the local newspapers that I go to to try to find, you know, just basically the stats and stuff like that. Like, I'm just talking, like, scores. And I actually had someone message me today because I had put the, that St. Margaret's Episcopal out of California. Um, I think I had said that they had a 12 and one Nine and one record. I can't remember now. It's kind of unimportant what the actual record is, but they were like, "Oh, they actually have two losses, and they're like eleven and two or something like that." And I looked at a couple different sites, and no one site is the same, <laughs> and it's it's nuts to me. And I I did a survey, and I'm gonna pull it up here real quick. I did a survey of coaches um, before the season started, or actually, I guess we were a couple weeks into the season. Well, depending on where you are. It was right. before the season started because uh, there was no perfect time. And it was 44% of the respondents that said they were using max preps. At that point, 17 were using inside lacrosse. Um, and there was even people – were, there were some combinations of those two. So there was even some people were like, oh, we're using this and this. Um, I can tell who the Philly guys are because they said they were using Philly lacrosse. <laughs> That's always their favorite response. Um, NJ.com, which is a the Newark Star-Ledger which does a phenomenal job of covering uh, lacrosse in New Jersey, Utah, Lacks, Montgomery County Boys, which is out of Maryland, a uh, site I'm familiar with. Um, so it's really ran the gamut of, of coaches. And, I mean, even since then, the NILCA, the National um, – I always forget what that acronym stands for – the Lacrosse Coaches Association, um, Lacks numbers. Like, there's been even other sites that have kind of cropped up to try and fill that void. And I guess for me – I haven't found that any of them have really done the job that Lax Power did. I mean, I know Lax Numbers has got Larry, um, who founded Lax Power, kind of running it again. But I guess I haven't really – that hasn't yet to become my stop because I haven't seen enough. And I mean, Inside Lacrosse doesn't have it either. Like, I haven't found anyone – I mean, in the states that – I look at Florida, Tennessee – um, what are some of the other states? Uh, North Carolina, the states that their state association requires them to use max preps. When I go in the morning, not all the scores are in there. So, never. like, there's never any one place. Never. And I, but I know how max preps usually works because they are only required 
at least in North Carolina and I believe in Florida, they're only required to have it in by the time the um, playoff seedings will come. Like they use it for their playoff seedings. So as long as the stuff's in there before that deadline, it counts. So usually what ends up happening, um, especially in Florida, is about a week before the playoffs, all of a sudden a year's worth of stats and scores go into the system, um, whereas they weren't there before. So I don't know how you feel because obviously this is your first season covering uh, lacrosse in this matter for for lax lax records. Um, so I don't know how you feel about the absence of lax power. If you're feeling it, if it's quite in the same way that I am. Well, I don't shed a tear about it. <laughs> I, but you've been doing what you're doing for long. I, yeah. I I looked at I looked at it as a fan before. Yeah. Well, now that I need to look at it. Now I realize how important it was. Like, you, you don't know what you got until it's gone. Yeah. And now I do. And now I'm going, oh, I wish I had this. So now I started out the year doing a combo. Max Preps, um, the state association sites. Like, uh, Michigan has, for Michigan, they have a uh, they have an app. Mm-hmm. So I can just click on their app. I put in the team. I get it. It's pretty. It's pretty solid. Yeah. Uh, because I always double check whatever I see on Max Preps. Okay. I look on Max Preps and then I'm like, okay, I have to double check. Yeah. And which which I find counterproductive. Um, inside lacrosse, it, it's hard to, to navigate, especially you know I'm sitting on a phone. I, I might be sitting in 30 degree weather. My you know my hands aren't <laughs> working. Uh, so it, that's hard. So I've been using Lax numbers recently. Just because I could just click on each state, yeah, and then I can click on the teams. And what they do is they have the teams on their sites sort of by their ranking. Yeah. So odds are, if I'm looking at Illinois, Indiana, Michigan, or Ohio right now, the They're... top 10 teams are pretty much the top 10 teams. So yeah. I could go click, click, click real quick and see what's going on. Yeah. Um, to get deeper, I mean, they go down all the way. So if I need to see a team that's, you know, Maybe the twenty fourth ranked team by their ranking. I would never rank a team twenty fourth. That's again, that's a crazy stat. Like we're ranked twenty fourth. That's not a ranking. Yeah. Uh, but th- that shows me. So I've been using Lax numbers more. I would love it if you could sign up for it. I was just telling this to my wife where she. I said I, I would pay. I don't know what the you know five dollars a month or whatever a dollar a month. I don't know anything to get that money. Whatever. Right. If I could have. 10 teams or 20 teams that I could just put in and then just click and get them all. Right. You know, because I'm not looking at one state. I'm not looking at, the, I'm looking at, I'm trying to get scores from Minnesota. Right. Uh, you know, Nebraska and South Dakota. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and we're, we're unique difficult. in that. Like we're probably more the outlier um, for what the, I mean, cause obviously there's only so many lacrosse reporters. So if they were trying to make, if any of these sites were really trying to make their, make we're, their nut off lacrosse reporters, like, None of them would succeed because there's just they'd not be, there's just not like enough of us. Power. Yeah, they they would do just not enough of us. But you know, and I mean for me, like it's the so like my just my day to day is finding finding the scores, and I figured out ways. But like I guess today was one of those days where it it, it got hammered home a little bit. And, you know, I may have shed more than one tear because I like I keep the longest running the winning streaks. Um, so you know, I keep track of those, and one. Lax power going away makes it much more difficult to find out. Like, all right, when did this streak start? When did like what was the team like? Kind of get all that detail because it used to be like you would go to Chaminade out in New York 
and you could just click down the year. I mean, they had, you know, I think up back to 2005, you could see their their um, win-loss record in their game-to-game. Like, that doesn't exist because none of these entities have that sort of history. I mean, I was even checking today because I was out of curiosity because I was looking like Garden City, they'd won, they've now won 17 in a row, and they're 7-0 and now, and I'm like, all right, where were they in last year? And I went back, and I was able to see and count what they were, but then I did that for some other teams, and there was like games. You could tell the schedules weren't complete because there's five games on their schedule on inside lacrosse in the right. 2018 season. I'm like, all right, I know this team played more than five games, and there may have been two results, and like not even all those had results on them. So, you know, I, I guess – before we and we'll probably ask this at the end, but like I'm sure people listening to this have opinions on this. I would love to know what everybody else is using, like because I have yet to see any one entity that really seems. To, and I was talking to several people, and I kind of this is a playing out almost exactly how I thought it was going to. It is going to be the wild west for a few years until someone stands on the shoulder of a giant and figures it out. But it is hard because it requires so much buy-in. Like you really, it, you can fail 50% of the time in this and you will succeed because you really only need half the coaches in the nation to buy in, which is still a lot. But if you get 50% of them, those other scores eventually fill in. Like you can, you don't need St. Anthony's and Chaminade. You don't need both coaches to go in and fill in the win loss of that game. You just need one of them to do it. So right. for every game, like, and I did this whenever I used to run the scoreboard at uh, a Maryland high school football site. We, I ran mdvarsity.com, and we never heard from every coach, but we heard from half the coaches in the state, and that was all we needed um, because then you could fill in the, the nightly scoreboard for that. Um, so, But I'm not seeing anybody. I mean, I mean you can scroll through inside lacrosse. Team, like, they have a lot, but they don't have everybody. So I guess it's going to be curious to see. And then the history aspect is a whole nother ball of wax because everybody's starting but no one has the year by year um that goes so they're all like, looking to you now <laughs> yeah and i mean i never kept year by year and because it was because to be honest like lax power existed and they were doing it and it's like they had a system built and when lax power was around there it was the barrier to entry was so high because i'm like well they got almost two decades worth of momentum built up and those guys are doing it and everybody's already doing it. i mean no one was doing it. i mean max preps was kind of trying but they were really like and i mean it was really only um a few states that were using it like more states are doing it now i mean i saw new jersey they're basically going for the they're coming up with rolling their own solution to figure out their playoff seedings now like they're not using max preps like some other states have decided to do um so you know i'd, I'd love to know what everybody else is using because i know lax numbers like they they started strong um and i'd haven't really checked like i checked their twitter following not that that's really an indication of traffic like they're right around 2000 now and i mean they're a few months old which is obviously a good traction but how many people are really using it because i was told by one coach in one state that their entire um their state rep said they were going to use the nilca site and nothing else so i'm like all right well this like all right you know that's one state and i'm like well they're saying everybody's going to use it but you never get 100%. You're never getting every coach. Again, you only need half of them. So I guarantee it's not every coach because one coach is probably like, you know, oh, oh, I know this coach will do it, so I don't have to worry about it. So it's going to be one of those things like I think there's uh, – I don't know if everybody's feeling it quite the way I am or maybe the way you are, but I know people feel the loss of lax power. I'm just kind of curious, like, where, where's everybody finding that uh, w- warm, fuzzy spot for this season? <laughs> or is it just not – that void just not getting filled? Because I haven't found it yet. Like, it's one of those, like, I – 
every morning it's like, oh, I got to do this. Got to run through this gauntlet of just to find out, you know, the scores and the winning streaks and stuff like that. And see, I do it for a different reason. I do it to to see who I'm going. Like I try to plan my week. And so you jumping to 20 different sites is difficult. So that's why I've sort of narrowed it down to lax numbers right now and said, okay. And and I still forgot. Like I talked to a coach this morning. I said, okay, I'll be at your game tonight. He's like, my game's Saturday. I'm like, okay, I forgot. I'm like, I got home at 1.30 in the morning last night. Yeah. I said, I thought your game was here. I flip-flopped him. I'm like, okay, so I'll be in Louisville on Saturday. And then I was supposed to be in Forest Hills tonight. And then I couldn't get get out there. Yeah. Uh, so that's what I used to, to like – and again, I've said this before, I'm an analog guy in a digital world. Like I write it down. I mean, I, I'm standing, this is like all my notes <laughs> that I, I mean, there's no, there's no compute, which I should and just put it on my phone, but I just don't trust it. But now I'm losing my notes. Yeah. So I, I schedule it out and I'm like, okay, this is good. This is good. And then I see the scores. And when I go on it, then I see, oh, look at the 10 scores that I, I didn't look at from Ohio last night. Oh, this is great. And then I. You know, I'll reach out to some people in Ohio and say, how was that game? And, you know, because I like to talk to the coaches and talk to parents and everyone. So how I do it is different from you because I'm more like just going there and hanging out with the people and watching games and, 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 and having fun with it. So that's why I use it. Yours is a much tougher job to do because this is what you, this is, this is the records. Yeah. And. Like I tell everyone when when they're sitting there saying, "Oh, you know, how's Lex?" I said, "I don't think you could understand how much work it would take to do this." I I think I said it last night. I think Illinois has seventy four teams. Yeah, I think seventy four teams. I said, so you have seventy four teams, and that's from the top of the state to the bottom of the state. Yeah, and then you got to find those records for those teams. That's just one state. Now times it by fifty. And I'm like, and think about that. I go, this is one guy. I go, he doesn't have a, he doesn't have a team. It's just him. So, you know, and then I, that's when people are like, oh, wow, that's really, you know, cool. I'm like, well, then follow him, you know, or, (laughs) you know, you know, go, go to his site, you know, help, help the guy out. You know, that's, I mean, I'm, I'm not afraid to push people and say, Hey, this guy's trying to, you know, make a living doing some things and helping us out for, for fans. Yeah. It's important. So and that's why it's more important for you than, than for me. Yeah. And I mean, there's that aspect, but I even look at it. I mean, not that Lax Power ever had times, but I remember when, um, so when I went to the Cathedral, St. Ignatius, Upper Arlington, like that, that series of MICDS games, like I remember, cause I was looking, I was like, all right, what time do I need to be there on Sunday? And I think, um, one of the teams had the game starting at six. Another team had the game starting at like two. And so it was like, and then I think Max Preps had it starting like either at six, uh, one of the other times I'm like, I have no idea what time this game actually starts. It's like two sites have two different start times. And so like, I just ended up emailing the coaches like, what time's your game start on Sunday? Right. And then it, it ended up getting changed. It was supposed I to was start, say, then it was 11, the it was 11 yeah. and then it got changed to one. But luckily that was due to weather that had nothing to do with the scheduling. Right. But I've run into that a few times. So I'm like, it's gotten to the point where I'm like, I can't trust any of these. Right. Like, I, I, call, even... I go right to the coaches and yeah. say, what time is your game? And I'm like, you know, and I tell them, I say, I'm sorry to bother you, but what time's your game? And they're like, oh, it's at seven. I'm like, good, because it's a four hour drive for me. So I need to, you know, I can't be off by two hours because right. then I'm driving four hours and being like, wait, the game's over. Yeah, exactly. You know, so I'm like, give me a, the farthest I've gone is like four and a half hours now. So I'm like, at least give me a little heads up. I mean, that's going to change. I'm heading to New York in two weeks. So yeah. that'll be a little farther drive, but I'm going to be a day ahead of that one. So, but yeah. it's, 
that's where I'm, I'm the time. That's the tough one, especially for me is I can't trust anyone yet. I can't trust anyone yet. So yeah. I just go right to the source. Yeah. Or, you know, it, uh, Twitter is a good thing because I go to, the, you know, I'll go on to whatever team's Twitter site is and I'll say, hey, what time is the game tonight? Yeah. And then I, I find out. But that's the only way that works yeah. because I don't I don't trust the other ones. And and there's a reason. I mean, it's not like, oh, I just don't trust. I don't trust them because this is what I'm doing and I'm on the road and I'm away from my family. I want to make it worth it. Yeah. I mean, I would be very unhappy if I got to somewhere and they're like, oh, the game's over. I would, it'd be a very different, you know, be a cranky drive back. <laughs> yes, it would. It would be, it would not be good. So that's, that's the important part for me. And and I haven't found that trust yet. Yeah. Like you said. Yeah. It's going to be interesting to see how this plays out. Like I think we're, I mean, inside the cross has gotten more traction this year than they did last year. And, but it's always one of those like how, you know, are they in it for the long haul? And the only time will tell that. I mean, it, 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 like, cause I remember talking to, um, uh, we've had Damian Hall from Triangle Axe on here before. As like it's gonna be one is like I think it's always like those like people have lost the momentum of posting to Lax Power. Like that became so ingrained in everybody's day to day and what they did, and that momentum has been broken. So it's all something new. And then you got state associates saying like, well, you have to do it here. So then like, well, if I have to do it here, I'm not gonna do it. I'm not gonna you know, do I'm, it. Right. I'm not. I'm not entering this stuff three different places. So it kind of reminds me almost of the streaming services nowadays. Like, you know, there's there's going to be winners and losers. Um, and it's just, you know, who's got the most stamina. It's going to take buy-in. Like, whoever gets the most, literally, whoever gets the most will win. Like, you just got to get the – whoever gets the 50% more and, like, whoever buys it in. I mean, because, um, I mean, they're all kind of doing pretty much the same thing. I mean, Max Preps has the, the stats aspect to it. But inside the cross, lacks numbers, there are scores. And they each have the ranking – their power ranking. So – um, I guess it depends on what you're looking for. Like people like the power ranking; they like to see that. Um, I'm not as I'm not as concerned about that as as and I don't buy, and I don't buy it as much. You yeah. know that there's numbers people, and I'm an eye person. I'm watching it, and I can say that's not the second best team in the state. They might have the best record in your numbers, but I, I always question it. Yeah, I just mean, look at just look at Max Preps now. I mean, look who their number one team in the country is. I I, I think mean, it might I be. Can't, can't even say. I think I'm it up. might be. I think it might be Lambert. Yeah. Who's a great team? I don't know if they're the number one team in the country. I'm going to go out on a limb and say they're not. No. And, and then, like, and like Arapaho from Denver is, like, number two. And I'm like and, – and then I get calls like, hey, we're ranked number 13th in the country by, Lack, or by uh, Max Preps. I'm like, is that the is that the hat – you're going to hang your hat on that one? <laughs> I'm like, you know it's not true. I go, sure. It always sounds great when it's your team. But, you know – when uh, Chaminade was ranked like fifty third, I'm like, uh, this is a, I can't buy into that. Yeah, it just. But that's that's a perfect example because Chaminade beat St. Anthony's last night, fourteen to five. I, I might I might I might have that score wrong, but when I I just when we were we I was looking up stuff and I was looking at Lax numbers. Lax numbers has St. Anthony's ahead of Chaminade in their ranking in New right. York. And I'm like, all right, that I can't I can't take that seriously because Chaminade just proved that they are the better team. And right. the record was updated because the St. Anthony's was five and one, and Chaminade was undefeated. And I'm like, well, how much can how much stock can I put into that? <laughs> because the, the on the field result tells me a completely different story. Right. And, and but and, then again, I I I don't worry about the right. power ranking, so it's not really for me. That's not a make or break. Like I'm obviously worried about other things. So um, yeah, it's unfortunately this probably won't be the last time we have this conversation because. <laughs> It's not like it, it is not going to get resolved this year. Like we'll see how much you know lax numbers 
grows and gets invested and how what kind of improvements they do because in my opinion they do need some some improvements to the system um to do but then again inside lacrosse does too and i'm sure everybody everybody knows it i mean and it's going to be interesting to see but again we would love to hear your guys feedback because i know there's coaches that listen to this i know there's fans that listen to this like what one what is your favorite aspect of or what do you look at most is it the records is it the power ranking what do you guys look for um in one of these scoring systems and two if you're a coach like what are you using like i had coaches in the survey say they're like they were just using their school website that was the only place they were posting it so i mean you think about that like you're unless you know to go to that school's website their scores won't exist anywhere else that'll be the only official record is where they post it and i don't know how you've experienced it but some of the schools like they post their schedule and then a lot of times like it says schedule and results yeah but it's usually just schedule like the results never actually get input or or sometimes they don't let you get into it like you have to sign in yes <laughs> i've run into sign that. in and I'm like, wait, I'm like, okay, good. like just trying to find rosters. You need to sign in to get this. Yes. I'm like, oh, come on. Yeah. Like, you know, it's not easy to go and get the roster sometimes. I mean, some teams have been very uh, great. I mean, literally beforehand, here's our roster. Here's our players. Here's their numbers. And then other I get, it's it's nothing. So I'm there like scrambling, like, like bumping a parent. Like, who's that? What number is that? I mean, it's been sort of good and bad because I didn't know, you know, I've seen teams that have great players and i was there to look at the great player yeah number so then i'm going oh that kid's great that kid's great i'm watching and i'm like that must be so and so they're like no that's not him and i'm like really well who's that kid because that guy is pretty darn good yeah uh and turns out i like to always pat myself on the back i go (laughs) yeah it turns out when i point that kid out they're like oh yeah he's going here or he's got a scholarship to the or or going d1 i'm like okay right no one's ever mentioned him outside probably their school but he stands out on paper or he stands out on the field that's what i like to look at so yeah. just i i you know i i'm positive i make things come happy out of both sides yeah. well, so. well welcome to high school lacrosse <laughs> welcome right. to high school sports in general i've been to many right. a, many a game where rosters not exist you you take a you take a picture of the scorebook and you try to decipher handwriting and you hope oh. you, <laughs> That's the worst is when you're trying to like, cause I hate it when mom or usually mom emails me to be like, you spelled my kid's name wrong. That's the, that's rule number one. When you learn about reporting is like, don't spell the kid's name wrong. That'll be the, right. first, the quickest way to get an email. That's a whole nother podcast. I was just going <laughs> to say, please don't let's, let's not go there because I, I can just print stuff out of, of what the emails I get and, and, and messages I get over the most inane, like crazy stuff. Not to mention, I don't know if you've seen my Twitter post where I keep I keep uh, posting my parent ar- uh, article um, yes. because I go to these games. I'm like, oh. <laughs> and I keep thinking a documentary filmmaker. I'm giving someone an idea <laughs> should just go for a whole year across the country and film the crowd and then just say, this is what it looks like. This is what you look like, because it, funny. I mean, I had my son with me this weekend at the Brother Rice New Cheer game. And he tur- turns to me like the second quarter. He's like, is it like this at every game? <sighs> and I'm like, yeah, it is. It is. And he's like, do they know they we can't hear him on the field? You know, he plays lacrosse. So he right. goes, he's like, I-, I don't hear any of this. He's like, I never hear it. And I said, I don't. I, that's why I, I go, I don't say a word, you know. And then the pick up the ball. Pick up the ball. And I always want to turn to the person and be like, 
Do you think they don't know to pick up the ball? <laughs> I, I, yeah, oh, that's how we, you play this game. Right. We can't Wait. get out of this thing or I'll be, I'll be stuck. In a, I, I, in a that's what, I'm going to stop you right there because right. I think that is a perfect tease for an upcoming podcast because we've danced around this issue um, off recording several times. <laughs> and I think it's going to be there's going to be a perfect time to, um, <laughs> to talk about it. And I'm just kind of waiting for the right moment because I'm just waiting for that viral video that is on the cusp of happening because it's not a matter of if it's just a matter of when um, it's happened before it happened again. So um, we're definitely going to be talking about that at some point. So consider that a tease and a small preview. Cause if you got that much information now, just imagine what's going to happen in a few weeks when you have a little bit more ammo and I'm going to a game this weekend and then I'm going to New York for the Geico thing in a few weeks, which um, that'll be interesting because I, I love the long Island fans and I've been to games and I've heard the stuff they said, and it makes me laugh every single time because i'm like i can't believe i'm in a high school lacrosse game (laughs) right um so we'll both have some some fun stories to share as the season goes on um but for now let everybody know where they can find you online uh on twitter i'm at mfwchi uh and my email is mward at laxrecords.com and as people who've contacted me it's a conversation i'm not i'm not going to not answer and i talk about anything lacrosse so hit me up and you can find me at Lax Records on all the social networks, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. It's always at Lax Records. And we are now, I think this is the first, this might be the first podcast we've done when I can officially say we are at YouTube.com slash Lax Records because we did hit 100 subscribers um, earlier, like late, not last week, but the week before. So we actually have the official fancy url where it's just nice clean it's not a series of digits so uh <laughs> you can visit <laughs> makes us it there. easier yeah it makes it a lot easier so you can visit us there as well so everybody have a week see ya